Hey everybody. Yeah. It's been an extra week. Uh, I had a little something, uh, I had to do last week called the West Florida steel challenge championships, but we are back here with another episode of the steel target target podcast. Okay. Easy for let me you try to say. <laughs> yeah, really? Let me, let me see. Let me get my tongue untied. The steel <laughs> target paint podcast. I can't even say that one time fast. Uh, Steve, how you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing good. How you doing, Jeff? I'm doing well. You're doing a little traveling today, huh? Yep, yep. All right. But well, I, uh, my, my, my shoes did finally dry out from the match <laughs> last weekend. <laughs> yes, I, uh, I have to admit, I wore a different set on Sunday because Saturdays were pretty waterlogged, and Sundays are pretty waterlogged as well. It was. Uh, Unfortunately, uh, there was some rain. Um, you know, the benefit to the shooters was that uh, we did have canopies set up uh, over all the shooting boxes. So at least when you were shooting, you weren't in the rain. But uh, there was a lot of people hiding in the little cubby holes and uh, uh, extra places uh, at the WAC where you can kind of get out of the rain. Uh, luckily, nobody was in the uh, safe area with uh, handling ammo. So that was a good thing. So uh, let's talk a little bit about the match. Now, was it, did it end up being a record for you guys? It was 271 guns. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, it, uh, we were virtually full uh, both uh, Saturday and Sunday. Um, in the past, the Saturday afternoon tended to be a little light. And I think a lot of that was due to the time of the year when we used to run it in August. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, this uh, we're very fortunate and feel very honored to, uh, you know, kind of kick off the season uh, with this match and get people to come down. And we had people from all over the place. Uh, I may not get them all, but I know we had Pennsylvania, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Mississippi, Florida, Indiana, Indiana. Yeah. Um, I just can't thank everybody enough for coming down to the match. Uh, it was a success. Uh, we handed out a lot of awards, uh, which was great to do. Um, you know, uh, I, I will say that, you know, Jesse Grant cleaned up, uh, mm -hmm. and well-deserved. He shot, uh, fantastic this weekend. Uh, in fact, as I'm I'm looking here at the uh, results, uh, his RFRO, RFRI, and PCCO took the top three spots at the match um, with a blazing. And again, we shoot the speed six, so keep that in mind, everyone. But he shot a blazing thirty nine ninety two for the speed six. That's uh, pretty impressive, especially uh, with the uniqueness of the whack. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I joke about it, but it is very true. Um, everybody who shoots at the WAC on a consistent basis uh, has a home field advantage. Um, you can't say that for a lot of ranges because the, you know, they tend to be outside, but with the, the outdoor covered bays, um, it, it's a different dynamic in shooting at those bays uh, for sure. Yeah, so I was talking to Jesse a little bit. Um, of course, we had, what, Randall, you, Jesse, Caleb, and myself. Am I missing anybody? I apologize if I I'm if pretty I sure that, that those were the Steel Target Paint team members, yes. 
Yeah, the Steel Target Paint team uh, cleaned up at the match, so I, I like that. But I was talking to <laughs> I was talking to Jesse. Uh, I think it was in the middle of the day on Sunday, just kind of talking to him a little bit about his practice routine and all that kind of stuff, and talking to his mom. And uh, you know, to deliver those kind of results, especially in those shooting conditions, that's exceptional. And so, you know, I asked him, I said, "Okay." All right, Jesse, how much you practicing? And he was kind of being all bashful and, uh, you know, yeah, I practiced a decent amount. And uh, his mom pulled back the, the curtains and said, you know what? That kid, if he's not at school, not doing homework, he's practicing. So pretty much every, every day for a period of time. So uh, that's that, that's really cool. So if you want to shoot a 39 on the speed six in the dark alley of the whack. <laughs> need to practice every day, Jeff. <laughs> Absolutely. That's the that story. <laughs> well, you know, I speaking of practice, um, you know, I do some dry fire, mostly working on my draws uh with my center fire guns. But uh we had a new uh vendor at the match this year. And well, first we'll talk about we'll talk about old faithful. Uh Brian Conley for I think virtually every year of the match there might have been one where he missed where he might have been scheduled somewhere else has been at this match and he was yeah. there again this year and you know it's just greatly appreciated uh to have his support uh in the game and and for the shooters and you know again he he weathered the storm uh you know by the end he had found some good cover and sunday he was he was under some of the connexes instead of having the whole mist magical mystery tour set up but um i know uh a lot of people, uh, because I I helped them. I had some coupons, and a lot of people got uh, set up with with new Hunter's HD lenses, and that's phenomenal. Um, knowing that uh, they're got the best lenses on the market, and also protecting themselves and their eyes, because you know we have a, a set of steel that uh, does have the hanger, and um, you will get some ricochets. And uh, yep. so that's, yep. you know, and a lot of ranges have those. And so you, you've got to be prepared and you've got to, you've got to keep those eyes protected. So thanks to Brian for being at the match. Um, but our other vendor at the match was uh, U.S. Airsoft Targets. And I tell you, they've got an interesting setup. And in fact, um, they were uh, very nice and donated uh, a set of their steel uh, to the range uh, for use when, it's impossible to shoot, i.e. raining uh, very poorly. Uh, and I'm planning on incorporating that not only into my dry fire, uh, but I've actually got a um, M17 pellet gun, uh, which feels just like my uh, Legion. And so I plan on adding that to some of my practice uh, and then uh, looking to add either a green gas or a CO2 uh, pistol or rifle uh, to enhance that. So thanks to them for for coming down. Um, and you know we had another sponsor. Uh, I take that back. We did have three. Uh, well, we had a number. Now that I think about it, because Steel Target Paint was the main sponsor of the match. Uh, again, whoop, whoop. Best, best paint in the market. Uh, That's right. And but we had um, AMG Labs, and we were very fortunate that they debuted one of their latest offerings, which is the scoreboard. What did you think of those scoreboards, Steve? 
You know, I messaged uh, the owner of AMG uh, Lab Timer Timers right when I was at the range. I was like, man, how do I get my hands on one of these? So hopefully by the time I get home here in about 45 minutes, there'll be one in my uh, one in my mailbox. Um, you know, there's another company, and I'm not going to shame them, but I did, you know, I, I like the... I like this scoreboard because people can, as a spectator, you can see what just happened because, you know, some people are shooting so fast and, you know, they're calling out times and they're, you know, there's a lot of gunfire. So it's tough to hear. And if you're, if you're um, a spectator, you want to be engaged, what's going on and Oh, how fast was that? You could just look over the side and see it. But the other part that I was going to mention is, is that with the, Another brand that has something similar. I did have one of those, and unfortunately, it was infrared or something like that. There was a delay with missed shots, and you know, Alex did a great job uh, with with this. And um, there is an update you have to do to your timer, so there'll be more coming out on that. But you can push the uh, the uh, times to the tablet and to the scoreboard at the same time. So yep, I had a couple a huge... of questions about that when 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 I posted that. The, the other thing that I will say, so hopefully you'll be offered here March 1st, I think is when, when he was uh, talking about it. And I did provide, you know, some concern to the owner of AMG Labs. I'm just like, hey, look, man, I got people hit me up all the time because we support Alex. We've been with him since day one. He's local yep. to the area down there with you. And I said, all right, brother, how long is, how long is the backlog going to be with these timers? And he said he's got some help and he's going to send out an email blast, but it's going to be very soon. And he's going to be, uh, he's going to be completely caught up and uh, he, he will send out a message to, to folks. But uh, yeah. So if you're waiting for a timer and uh, hopefully the scoreboards, I think they're going to be, don't quote me on this, Jeff. I think they're going to be one seventy nine ninety nine somewhere in there. But, I did not uh, hear a price, yourself... so you've got yep. you've got more insight on that. Um, I, I looked at it as, uh, from a major match perspective, okay, you know, and your home range, you know, I use them in my training, uh, again, for the same reason. And, you know, with my uh, delayed video setup, uh, I can put a camera on the timer, I can put a camera on the shooter, and they can see when they replay the video, yeah. you know, what they shot for that string. Um, I'm actually looking to upgrade the cameras and have a setup to where the one camera is on the shooter and then the other camera is going to be on the timer and the stage. So, yeah. uh, you know, right now I've got, you know, very inexpensive webcams. I'm looking to upgrade uh, the cameras so there'd be clarity on the plates as well. So you'd get a full view of you know, not only how you shot and your form uh, with a 90 degree angle on the shooter, but also like what you hit on the plates and what your time was. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So That's yeah. Awesome. So hopefully they'll be soon. available soon. soon. Yeah. Uh, and you know, there's the nice thing is he's using standard, standard type connectors. So, uh, you know, we've, we had a couple of different uh, set up some, some on tripods, some on mounts. Um, and the good news is, is that, you know, if you've got a tripod that you use for a GoPro or something like that, it'll fit right on there. No problem. Um, and they were definitely well-received. Um, I like them. Uh, you know, many shooters will get up there and they don't want to hear their time. 
And sure. we tried our best to, um, of course, keep them out of drip lines because it was wet, although they are they are water resistant. Uh, I think the way Alex put it was um, you can get them wet. They can be rained on. Don't throw them in a pool. <laughs> yeah, water resistant and waterproof are two different things completely. They both involve water, but two different yeah. things. <laughs> so, um, but you know, for for those shooters, uh, and you raised a good point, keeping the spectators involved, and for those shooters that are not interested in hearing their time, and the and the RO is throwing the the timer back to the uh, the person running the pad to ensure that the correct time is recorded. Um, the spectators can still see those times. Um, especially if you keep them just back of the shooter uh, and out of their their sight, so it adds it adds that other element uh, to it. So that was very cool, and, yeah. and thank you to them. For yeah, that. It, and they're very responsive. I mean, they're yes. you know the shot shots going off is registered just as it would on the timer. Yeah. Is there a fraction of a fraction of a second delay? I don't know, maybe, but it's it's pretty 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 real time as as you see the time on the the timer. There's there's if there's any lag it's barely noticeable yeah and and it's it's also good enough to where um i mean there was an the initial version um he had out it was hard-coded to flop between the number of shots and the time and i said from a match perspective i would just like to see the time well alex went a bit further and there's three buttons on the back of the unit that you can actually program uh, the unit so you can turn that on and off. So if you want to see your number of hits, you can clearly turn that functionality on. Um, sure. And then the other thing he he did, which uh, is very good, is initially it would just pick up any timer that was close by. Yeah. And you could you could get some timer hijacking, and he admitted to that. And so uh, in the version we had, you could actually go in and program the direct Mac address of the timer that Ah. was being used. So there would never be any of that hijacking. So again, he's, he's very open to, to those inputs, uh, which is fantastic because, you know, different shooting sports have different needs. Um, you know, and, you know, from a major match perspective, um, my ROs did a very good job at running the shooters and picking up the shots and you sometimes you don't get all five shots, but as long as you get yeah. that last shot, it's a valid run. And we didn't right, want to have right. anybody going, oh, you only got four, you only got three, you know. Um, and sometimes at the whack, you'll you know you'll sometimes pick up that uh, that reverb. Uh, I know for a yeah. fact that uh, on uh, on our O day uh, that happened, uh, being in the base and the way they're structured, um, there was a, a reverberation shot at the end. And the shooter, uh, the RO looked down and went, well, I know you shot five and I've got six shots here. And, you know, that is the one time where um, I believe it's absolutely valid to, quote unquote, back up the timer. um, When you've got a situation like that, the the shooter does not deserve the, you know, point one, whatever uh, echo to be counted as their score. So, um, and, but, you know, and, and thanks to the ROs for, for doing such a good job, moving the match along Sunday was tough. It was rainy. Uh, Saturday was kind of drizzly. Uh, we stayed right on time. Sunday was a little tougher. Uh, the rain caused some extra potholes. 
uh, which, you know, caused a lot of people to choose to walk uh, to the showdown bay instead of take the cart, which uh, was understandable. I mean, it, you didn't, you know, you'd be, you'd be having the cart drive you along. And the next thing you know, you're the cart that you're dragging behind uh, is, uh, is getting dumped because of the potholes. So uh, we're going to get fixed. We're going to get those fixed up, but uh, yeah, thanks to everybody. Let, let, let me ask, that. let me, let me ask you this, Jeff. So the, the price of the match was what? 60 bucks, 50 bucks, 50, 50 bucks. All right. 50 bucks. Okay. So for $50, you shoot six stages. You got painters on every single stage. Yep. You've got at least two, sometimes three ROs per stage, right? Yep. Um, you got uh, water at yep. uh, every other bay or so. You got food. You got lunch, you know, yep. sandwiches for, uh, um, for lunch on both days, yep. just part of the award ceremony, and then, and then on Saturday, uh, and then, and then, Dan brought me brought around some snacks. I mean, for fifty bucks, Jeff, that's crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Fantastic match. Well, Fantastic. thank you, Steve. Thank you, Steve. It's it's good to hear that. I hope you know. There's a lot of people I've seen on Facebook uh, saying, you know, gonna be there next year. Or, Sorry, couldn't make it this year, but hope to be there next year. And you know, again, we want to put on a match that's. Uh, that's for the shooters, you know, giving them the opportunity to come in and just be a shooter. Um, you know, painting is part of the game when you don't have painters. We're just very fortunate. We have a very deep bench. Uh, yep. Many yep. of the ROs and painters were, are my students that, uh, you know, they got to shoot on our road day and then help out. And we had a lot of other ROs, uh, you know, coming. Uh, I mean, T-Rex, Mike Wallace, Will Nowadnik. Came in from out of town, although Mike is kind of local. Um, but, you know, John Bartis and his son came from across the state uh, to BROs. And it's just appreciated, you know. And uh, there, John's been, he's been at every match. I think he's been at RO at all but one. Um, yeah. And, you know, I, I can remember my first year uh, running this match and stretching to find two ROs, you know, to come help. And, uh, it's the, the deep bench that we build at the WAC and the fact that people are willing to come help. It's, it's greatly appreciated, you know, and as an RO, you know, I, the match again, $50 a gun. I, uh, I'm, I'm more than happy to give the RO as many guns as they want to shoot on RO day, which is usually no more than four. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's fantastic. So and so, uh, go and ahead. if it's and if it's confidential, I understand that, but not to put you on the spot. So fifty bucks, you got all this. You do have some consumables and all that kind of jazz. Did the money did did the match lose money, break even, or make just a little bit of money to reinvest? It made good money. And yeah, and and I think a lot of that has to do with the uh, the the range staff and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely, so. there's. I mean, I'm I'm not going to deny that if if you know if you look at some of the other majors, let's take Worlds for example. You know, uh, we had Jake on last year, and we talked about you know the accounting of of Worlds. Um, it's an expensive match to put on. You know, yeah. Um, you've got you know the biggest expense is your ROs. You know, those ROs that work worlds and I've done it, you know, you're there for six days, you know, and you're working hard and, you know, they've got to put them up in hotels. 
Um, I didn't have to do that, you know, so local matches can make, um, uh, some money to help the club and further, this, you know, being able, you know, when we need equipment, um, the club comes through now, again, yeah. no one person at the match made any money, all the money sure, goes sure, back sure. to the club and, yep. and that's on purpose, you know? And of course, you know, you look at a lot of other clubs and some have range rental charges. We don't have that, you know? Right, right. I mean, you could look at our charges as being, uh, what we, what we earned, but, um, that's what we do at the WAC. We, we, we put on matches to, for the shooters. Um, you know, we just hosted the, um, Florida state USPSA championships, uh, which and was, a that was a, well attended. That right. Was, that was sold out. Um, doc Welt opened up Monday and that match is going to be in April. And that is our 12th annual doc. Welt, and it sold out in, I don't know the exact time, but I was on there Tuesday and there was like no spots left. So it's a testament to the, to the, the people we have at the WAC and, and how we run our matches that, you know, um, you know, I, I, I say it all the time, you know, what do you need to do to a match? Have good stages in the case of USPSA challenging fun in the case of steel challenge, have them set up correctly. And, you know, we were yep. out there Thursday triangulating the plates, the stands, making sure that they were angled properly to each, you know, in each uh, stage where, where it could be. Um, transited every stick uh, and had had that ready to go. And, you know, uh, the one fortunate thing uh, <laughs> that the overcast and rain did was None of the plates turned into the sun at this match. If you notice that, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that can happen. That can happen, and it's just it's just a, a part of. And I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, yeah, but if you were out in the open, all the plates would be that bright. In this case, yeah, it's only yeah. one plate that's that bright. Yeah, so, yeah. No, so, well, yeah, it was, well, it was, it was, it was uh, really well good. run. Yeah, well, and run, I, I, I will, I will call out for 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 my students and friends and family that. And I call these a lot of these people. I call them my family because I feel that close. They they pulled two things on me at this match that uh, yeah. teared me up. Um, Friday on our O day, they showed up with shirts with my face on the back, calling calling themselves Jeff's crew, and each of them had one of the statements comments coaching techniques that i that i use with them on the back of their shirts and that blew me away and then at awards um tyler martinez from bj trophies who did a fantastic job on the trophies um he gave me a really nice plaque commemorating the fact that we 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 broke the record and set a new record and then uh kevin holland one of my students got up there and they presented me with a 12 inch plate with signatures of all my students and anybody else they could get at the match. And I'm not afraid to say that I cried that. And, 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 and I'll tell you why I cried, not just because of the emotional that I felt, but you know, we, we've talked about my dad and how much, how close we were and how much he loved hearing about, 
my shooting and the matches that I run. And yeah. I know what that would have meant to him to, to have people go off and do something like that. Um, it was pretty special. So thank you all for that. That's, that's greatly appreciated. So you, you uh, forgot, you, you forgot one thing though. What's that? One of the prized possessions of one of the gifts, one of the folks that's close to us gave to you. The big bag of Skittles, man. Oh my God. Yes. Reagan <laughs> heard. So one thing that was cool, uh, was that, uh, she had said something out about, uh, uh, you know, Gregan's a Girl Scout as well, and uh, that she uh, not only was uh, doing her Girl Scout cookie drive, but she would deliver them to the WAC, which I immediately jumped on and got a whole bunch of cookies because I love Girl Scout cookies and and, and love to support that. But, yeah, she delivered me another giant bag of Skittles, which was amazing. And, and, and that actually... You know, she got a big hug for that, and her family did too. Uh, Jen and Adam have done a fantastic job raising Reagan. She's a wonderful child, kid, girl, shooter, woman, whatever you want to say. And, yeah, it's, it's you know, you look at the stuff that happens at the matches, and, you know, the Jesse got a really cool challenge coin. Did you see that? I did, that Purple Hearts challenge yeah. coin. I think, yeah. is that what it was? That yeah. was amazing. And, you know, it was, it was, those are the kind of memories, you know, winning a match is cool and running the match is great and all that, but it's, it's those ancillary things that really, you know, hit home somebody, you know, taking an extra effort or, or seeing something in someone and going, Hey, I'd like to give you this. It's, it's pretty cool. So, yeah. That's so awesome. now, uh, what do we got coming up here? Uh, looking, looking at, uh, Oh, by the way, um, Next year, I've already put the uh, request in for the match. Uh, it will be again that third weekend in February. Uh, I believe the dates are the 15th and 16th. If I jump here quickly to 2025. Yes, February 15th and 16th of 2025 uh, will be the match. So um, I know it's a year away, but uh, if if you've never shot this match, um it is an experience um so i i hope to see you all there but let's talk about what's coming up here quick uh in match oh you got you got the alabama state match coming up that uh, -huh. uh yeah i just signed up for last week which yep. somehow i i just got so busy i almost almost didn't make it jeff that it's not sold out but it's getting pretty close carl runs a fantastic match over there at the cmp Hundred percent, and you know, I uh, Chris Stewart, who who does a lot of work with them too, uh, told mm -hmm. me that they've now uh, the CMP is letting them run their matches um, on the same footprint as the WSSC. I like it. So you're going to get that same exact feel you're going to get at the WSSC at all of their uh, majors, and I believe all their locals as well. So uh, kudos to the CMP. Uh, but yeah, that's actually second on the list. Um, coming up here in uh, next month, third weekend of the month, you've got the U.S. Uh, Steel Nationals, uh, which is going to be over in Volusia. So we got that one. Uh, you mentioned Alabama Speed, uh, state match, uh, Area 4 coming up, beginning of April. Uh, Tennessee, second weekend in April. Area 3, 
third weekend in April. Empire State, which would be New York, fourth weekend in April. Uh, and then, you know, getting into May, getting prepped for Worlds, you've got eight, eight and the gate, uh, first week in May, um, third week in May, Pennsylvania State Championships. That's going to be run by Kurt Omensetter. And he came down to the match. He was one of the Pennsylvania people, along with Ryan Wagner and Ben Dombrowski. Thanks, guys, for making that trip. And then the granddaddy of them all, end of May, World Speed Shooting Championships. Uh, Heck yeah. Which uh, I have not looked lately, but uh, when I talked with Zach, when he was down at the match, there was less than 20 spots available. Um. So that is going to be another sold out event. Um, and then uh, just getting into into June, uh, the weekend after uh, Worlds is going to be uh, Area 5. And that's going to be the first weekend in June. Second weekend in June, Missouri State Steel Championship. So, man, if you want to get out and hit some majors, there is a lot going on. And I love to see this. And this list just keeps growing and growing and growing. And it's fantastic to see. I can remember when there was only a couple of area matches and this year, I think I've said it before. Uh, we're going to have all eight areas with an area match, which is fantastic. And thank you to every match director out there uh, taking the time to run those area two just opened up and you know, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Let me see who signed up. Steve Foster signed. Oh yeah. There he yeah, is. I got four four guns on that bad boy. You coming? No, I can't make that one. That's on a, a weekend. I've got prior plans, so I can't make that one. But uh, I will eventually make it out there. Uh, I've been very fortunate that I've never actually had to uh, to fly with any of my guns. I've been able to to transport them all in in my uh, uh, my van. So uh, it'll be a, an interesting. Uh, time when i have to travel with guns and and making sure i do everything correctly to uh to make sure they get there and i get to use them so of course with kurt real... with kurt i could just go kurt listen i'm gonna shoot these guns let me borrow yours and he'd be like yeah as long as <laughs> i'm not shooting right. you don't care <laughs> all right it'd be all right yeah just uh if you've never flown with guns just contact the airline that you book um i fly with delta the last i don't know six seven times and uh hasn't been an issue but just make sure that you call the uh airline maybe even prior to you booking and to make sure you understand all the rules and regulations yeah there are some yeah. uh federal rules and regulations but uh seems like every airline does does their own thing right oh you know what I, you know what else i saw this weekend What's uh, this past weekend and I think I may have had, I have one or two of them in my mailbox waiting for me at home. Vortex released the Defender, which is a small micro dot, you know, for if you've got a Glock 45 or something like that. They just released their big brother. It's the Defender ST, and it comes in three and six MOA. Oh, it's got Brian the much bigger the window now, correct? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yummy. Yep, I got two, and uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to buy like eight more. I think that's where <laughs> we're ending up with this. I'm just saying, it's a it's a beautiful, beautiful dot. So Brian had one, um, on a Canic, in the back of his uh, back of his van, and you know I took that thing, and I was like, oh my goodness. So uh, 
more to come on, more to come on and all that. I've seen it out on Facebook the last week or so. A couple of folks have them and, uh, you know, I'm not going to be too late to the party, but, uh, I got a couple coming. I'm going to mount them and I'll, uh, I'll do a review on it for, uh, for everybody out on social media. Fantastic. Well, you know, you raise a good point because, um, about a, a week and a half before the match, Zach and I were talking and he was talking about this, this ghost ghost holster called the Hydra P and we were like, Oh man, this is kind of cool. It kind of, it, it combines a, a classic holster, uh, with the, uh, trigger guard type lock holster of uh, a race holster. And we we're like, Oh wow, this is really cool. Well, next thing you know, Brian's got one in his van. Yeah. And so we got to see one, you know, firsthand and, 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 and see what it feels like. So, you know, there's, uh, you could spend a day just in the back of his van. It's kind of like a museum, you know, it's just kind of ogling at all the guns on the walls and all the parts. And, and, uh, it, it, that's really cool that he does that as well. You know, that he's, he's staying on the pulse of a lot of stuff that's out there and giving people an opportunity to see it. And, you know, had I known about it, I might've gone, Hey, can I use that? And he would have been like, yeah, as long as your gun fits, you know, this one's, I think he had it set up for a canic. Um, who knows? Maybe I'd have borrowed the canic and shot it. <laughs> See what that was like. You know, so, you know, it's not a bad option. Not yeah. a bad option. The All right. Thing well, listen, the, the, uh, See in the is... back of his van is, uh, dropped off a custom set of, uh, grips and magwells for one of his 2245. So if you're out and about swing by and check it out. Absolutely. Well, you know, there, there is one other gun that I want to talk about that, uh, was at the match. Um, and that was your pistol. <laughs> My <Which> God. <laughs> that paint job. For, for those that didn't see it, um, Steve, explain to me uh, what was the pistol and what did you do to it? So uh, either talking about my CWA, which is purple and fantastic, that has a proprietary purple by Creekside Custom, or you're talking about the one of four uppers. It's a Volkortsen 6-inch Mamba X iron sight with a cracking frame and uh, Volkortsen internals and, of course, uh, a wonderful set of grips and magwell by you-know-who. Um <laughs> No, it's uh, high polished, anodized, and uh, yeah, it's it, it's absolutely fantastic. You know, well, it was, for those uh, that didn't see it, this gun was painted with a flame job that was gorgeous. It was a museum piece, uh, in my estimation. I mean, it 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 was gorgeous, and it's lucky I didn't get my hands on it. Cause I would have had to like been in front of a judge explaining why I stole the gun. Um, because it was absolutely spectacular looking kudos to you for, for, for putting that together. It was, it was hot. You know, we've got another great friend who's put together a lot of great paint jobs in Kirk Grimes. And, you know, you've, you've entered that same, that same realm with with the, the work that you're doing just stellar work stellar work i i i appreciate it and i've got a couple things that i'm working on uh currently that uh well you know you can't shoot a subtle gun jeff so even if you're not shooting well you got to look good doing it so uh 
I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see how much longer it's going to take me to get a couple of these things going, but, um, yeah, hopefully here in the next few weeks, maybe not months, but uh, hopefully I'll have something to reveal. No, hopefully before the world speech you, but, you know, there's a lot of variables that play into that, working on a lot of projects, a lot of things. And uh, oh, yeah, actually yeah, having yeah, a full time job, a uh, you still play tennis, uh, you've got uh, uh, girls you're still raising and you still find time to do all this stuff. Where do you find the time? I don't know, man. I'm not sure, but. Stuff like shooting and the gun stuff and, you know, reinvest some of that money um, into the sport, man. It's uh, I love it. I love Very it. Very cool. Very cool. All right. Well, you know what? We promised to keep this uh, short and sweet for today. Uh, do you got anything else you'd like to, to share with our listeners? Head out there to ST Podcast 10 or rangestore.net. Get 10% off. Best way to end a podcast. Thanks, Steve. We'll talk to you soon. All right. See you, Jeff. Bye-bye.